Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another Hard Truth with myself, David Vance, and Alana Mercer. Hi, Alana. Hi, David. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you as well. It, it only seems like yesterday since we, you and I did the, the last one of these. And uh, one of the things I must say before we get into the topic, I, I somebody dropped a comment which I which I, I was pleased about, saying this this podcast, this recording has the best introduction music of any oh well episode. i shan't tell my husband so tell your husband that uh yes <laughs> the people who do watch us do appreciate that yeah, yeah. uh that that good, and it's um, ours no copyright nothing exactly yeah. yeah exactly so 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 that was the first thing to say second thing to say is obviously since we met and spoke last regarding matters in israel and gaza the whole thing has gone ballistic and continues to go ballistic as we record this uh, on the 31st of October. So that's when we're recording this one, folks. And we have all kinds of stuff. So, um, Alana, let, let's just start off. I mean, when we spoke last, we, again, we were pretty much synced in what we were saying. H how have you observed things as they have developed over the past three weeks? Mm -hmm. Well, I think we started off quite dramatically last time in which uh, we agreed that that the failure of the IDF was tantamount to treason. Yep. Um, and frankly, I think that the the invasion of Gaza in, a, in its... Uh, look, whatever it is, those people have to be killed. The Hamasniks that, that did the crime have to be killed. But I simply feel that Bibi Netanyahu is actually obliterating the memory of October 7 martyrs and creating new martyrs in Gaza, because um, that's how the world is reacting to this invasion um, or to this um, attack. I think it is, seems futile, because for every one Hamas that they get, they probably kill about 200, 300 civilians. And you know, we can't actually believe uh, the Hamas um, numbers, but certainly the, we can see the devastation and the absolutely leveled that. So I, I cannot, I know that certainly some hardcore libertarians who are very um, principled about the non-aggression axiom have moved to, to your position who say that anything as evil as that has to be obliterated, but I just cannot get behind the the killing en masse of, of civilians, especially, you know, I, I know you're going to say, let me just preempt, I know you're going to say, because I think we, we discussed this last time, you're going to say that, well, Hamas, Heinz, the, the usual, our tired non sequitur arguments, Hamas, Heinz, hides behind civilians, but the fact that you know that attaches intent to your actions. If you know you're going to murder civilians, and I, I don't like those civilians because unlike all these idiots marching in, in the streets, I know how they vote. You know, this whole Disneyfied foreign policy, oh, we're going to, Israel is infected with a Disneyfied Americanized foreign policy as well. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, Hamas oppresses its own people. No, Gaza votes Hamas. It's quite a... Uh, well, they, 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 specifically, they voted Hamas what, in 2005, 2007. Yes. And they've, never, they've never been allowed to vote uh, again. But, um, yeah. But do, I mean, do you trust... I mean, I think uh, um, there was one gentleman once many years ago who said that, um, you know, the, the, the Arab street is much more radical than the leadership. And that, that, that's an absolute mm. fact. I mean, the Arab street mm. brought the Ayatollahs in. When, mm. when I was growing up in Israel, Egypt was secular, you know, Sadat, Natsa, yeah. um, yeah. you know. Uh, and democracy across the Middle East has brought in radicals. Exactly. Well, okay, so just to pick up on a number of those points, just to feedback my views. So you, you, as you say, Alana, the last time we spoke about this, we did talk about how we couldn't really quite understand how what what how how did October seventh happen? What was the catastrophic failures or otherwise on behalf of the Israeli government? And and that still continues to actually echo away because uh, we had we've had Netanyahu even I think today 
basically have to backpedal when he said that the generals, the military forces, hadn't told him, weren't aware of it. He subsequently had to say, oh, no, 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 I didn't actually mean that. So so I remain, like you, very, um, very alarmed as to exactly how this happened. But, you know, whatever the, the ins and outs of it, it did happen. That's the fact of the matter. It did happen. The slaughter of those people. Oh, oh, I'm not I'm not alarmed in the least. Standing armies, I mean, the same thing happened only on a smaller scale in 2006 in Lebanon. Miserable mm. failure, miserable failure. Yeah. Um, you know, we have reports coming in of, of um uh surveillance officers in 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 among the, the soldiers who were slaughtered on the southern border who were yeah. reporting i have absolute i'm not perplexed i have no illusions about standing armies they are lazy they are corrupt yeah. um you yeah. see these generals these idf generals they are celebrity generals oh they certainly don't lead their troops like the, the generals of old into battle no. i mean have, 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 the, the modus operandi uh, uh david is to drop bombs from afar um, and drone people. There's there's almost no, um, you know, hand-to-hand -hand combat well, in the standard, standing army. No. In fact, actually, Alana, I've, one of the things, again, that really worries me about all of this is back in COVID, we saw the TikTok dancing nurses. I've seen TikTok dancing Israeli soldiers. I've seen that. And uh, I've, I've seen other videos put up by IDF personnel. And, and you know, it, 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 it's, it's yeah, not you a know, good I'm surprised, David, that the myth, in fact, in, in those, some of those columns I sent you when I covered um, yeah. 2000, you know, I was speaking about the resilience of Hezbollah, the, 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 yeah. uh, the uh, mockery among in the Middle Eastern media. They were depicting Gilad uh, Shalit, the the soldier who was captured, they were depicting Israeli military like Bill Gates's, you know, very soft, very, uh, uh, you know, technology-wise, not, not exactly hardened. And there you had this highly, um, you know, a, a military that ran on, on mm. very sophisticated ammunition and technology mm. going up against ragtag fighters uh, like Hezbollah. And, and yet they interviewed... So many of Hezbollah's supporters, just like Hamas's supporters, they call them, they call Hamas or they call Hezbollah uh, resi resistance. They don't yeah, call them. And these were very serious, intelligent uh, young people. Um, Hezbollah has provided them very good schools. They score score very well. These are very uh, focused individuals. And here you have this. Look, it's lovely that Israel's an Americanized first world state and they, 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 they're laughing at, um, they're raving and they're silly and all that, but they live in a very dangerous neighborhood. I have no illusions about the IDF's fa failure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we've seen the evidence of that. And I mean, as we're talking, Alana, as we go through this, we're going to bring up in the back uh, in the, on the thing, some a few videos of some of the things. There's been so many... So much killing, so much, so many atrocities on, on, on both sides, I suspect. And um, uh, it, it is very, very disturbing. We've talked about this before we've done this. Uh, I mean, there's some stuff that is so awful that even the IDF took it down because... Well, well the, IDF, the IDF, I wonder, because you and I had a very interesting discussion as to whether to screen... Uh, yeah. these horrors or not we had a really we always have in uh, and we always arrive at yeah. we, we always arrive Radiation. at compromises <laughs> yeah. yeah but um the idf you know when these awful images began coming in uh from gaza the palestinian people wanted to show their dead and i think mm. you should bear witness if if uh, you know if you are dying uh, you yeah. should be, there should be someone to bear witness, and the same with with Israel. But you didn't see much. You know, the IDF invited journalists to a private yeah. screening, like it was a Hollywood movie theater, clouding the faces of the people. You know, the, the bloated bodies, etc. Yeah. Um, you know, there was not, in my opinion, enough information about what had happened, and therefore yeah. denial has taken place. 
Yeah, well, well, that's absolutely right because they 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 released the videos as you said to an invited media audience, which isn't really which you know probably hates them all anyway. So that wasn't a good move. And number two, uh, then the videos that did circulate a little bit, they came down. But we do have some stuff. I mean, that again, let's just um, let's just uh, let's if we can play our first little clip here, Alana, which is pretty sad, really. And here is a young Israeli man captured by Hamas. You can see him being dragged to the side. And look at that. Boom. Bullet in the head. Dead. There we go. That was that was Hamas, the the, the, the freedom fighters. I mean, the, and this was happening. This is October 7 footage. So this is all that was happening then. You know, I mean, when you see that, how do you respond? How do you feel when you see someone shot in the head like that, dead? Well, I think there were there were far worse ones, you know, because um, there are there were yeah. far, that that was sort of uh, you know the deniers will call that um, battlefield. I don't know. It's, it seems like I don't know what the, what excuses they will make. But there was one video um, where you literally see these um, these Hamasniks scavenging the, the, the dead and, and lugging the bodies all over and the screams, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Eliyahud, Eliyahud, Itbach, whatever they were saying, uh, slaughter the Jews. In in yes, that that was uh That's the, a little fun. Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. and then and then you saw them scavenge over the like like vultures over carrion with apologies to the vulture community. Um, and yeah. and uh, then you saw it was quite interesting in one of the videos you saw a older Arab with flowing garments um, hoisting himself to, to to the action on his crutches. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Um, partake yeah. of of the of partake of this whole thing. And what's so sad is I think you know what came to mind. I think nobody's making the point. The I don't know if anyone has made the point of the juxtaposition of the southern Israeli communities with the western um, set mm. settles, settlements. Mm. Now, settlements um, that are but Gaza were, were um, dismantled in 2005. These are old established kibbutzim and, uh, yeah. and Yishuvim, Moshevim. These are, these are not, if you saw their humble and, and poor Poor abodes that were shot up. Yep. There's nothing there. I mean, really poor people without much of a political voice. And I think many of them are on the left. Many of them are on the left. And then mm. you juxtapose that to the West Bank, which is a very slick operation. Well, whether you agree with set, uh, settle, uh, settlers or not, or the settlement mm. uh, philosophy or not, you can debate that. But the international community considers it, um, um, you know, illegal, but these oh, are do, yeah. Yeah. people, American-backed, often American, uh, fast-talking, very, very um, weaponized and protected. Mm -hmm. And you compare that to the South, and, and your heart just breaks for for how these people were forsaken, absolutely forsaken. And then, and then ultimately, so vulnerable to Hamas and, and what they did. I mean, one of the strange things, Alana, I found about this is that there were so many atrocities committed that I don't understand why some people within Israel, some journalists, or whatever, seem to then create uh, atrocities that didn't happen. There wasn't forty. Oh, was that that happened? You know, there wasn't forty babies that were decapitated. There wasn't a baby put in an oven and microwaved to death. And the, subsequently, the journalists have apologized. But I don't understand why they would feel the need to do that because the stuff that maybe you've seen, I've seen, is bad enough. You know, we don't oh, yeah, need yeah, yeah. All, all other stuff to, to, to dehumanize us. Uh, mm -hmm. but, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. but but this also, Alana, this has been fought out. This whole thing for the last few weeks is being fought out in social media, massively so. I've never seen divisions in, in my whole time in social media uh, like I'm seeing at the moment. I, I am seeing people now doing, saying things, that they're coming out and they're almost exclusive. I'd say ninety percent coming out in favor of free, you know, free Palestine. We've got to get Palestine free. Uh, and then when you ask them what what does that mean, well, then everything comes out in the wash. They want Israel wiped off the map, Alana. 
That's that's what they want. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you think otherwise, people are deluding themselves. It's not about a two-state solution or whatever. It's not. It's about erasing Israel. And that's why I feel as being honest, I found myself moving more and more to the hardline position, saying, Well, hang on a second. If if you know, Israel has a right to take out Hamas. Absolute right. And yes, but are they? Are they? I mean, do you trust it's the same way uh, you know, the Iraq? How many Iraqis were killed? Yep. A standing army is useless. I mean, there are there are military historians who speak about um you know, first generation, second generation, third yep. generation uh, um, uh, warfare. I don't know in what what generation this was. Standing armies absolutely useless, and standing armies, and certainly, are we as bad as the Israeli army? They are very casualties averse. So mm. the, you know, so so mm. you know that they do not want to engage um, the enemy. They would rather blatter them from. It, to me, that's a coward's war, war. When you, oh, I'll get one Hamasniks and kill 500 people. You're a coward. That's the problem. Sorry, yeah. You're a coward. You're but a coward. That's, that's exactly the problem, though. How, how do you fight against an enemy that literally builds its tunnels below hospitals, below schools, circles around in these extremely well-constructed uh, tunnels, which must have cost, cost a lot of money? How can Hamas uh, afford to do that but yet not of money to feed their own people. How, how does that work, Alana? Well, you see, you mean we should be like Hamas? No, I'm saying we should wipe Hamas out. I agree, but this is not going to be useful. We've said that, the Israelis have said that when they, they wanted to wipe Hezbollah out, it's stronger and better. They are useless. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I said that in, in my columns in, in 2006, and I warned I just hope the Israeli army is not going to get fatter and lazier, but yet it did. It, 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 it uh, pulled through. So I think far more, even if you only talk, if you leave morals aside and you talk, um, you know, what is most effective, what is... Uh, most, yeah. Look, that that is a, a a column that refers to Bibi Netanyahu's brother who died leading a special ops operation to Entebbe. Now everybody says to me, you can't do that. Well, you have to do that. If the Israeli mm -hmm. army took nine hours to to, by the time they rescued anyone, they were counting the dead. They they came just in time to to, to count the dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Yoni, Yoni Netanyahu, who led 100 men across 2,500 kilometers, they did not bomb, um, you know, they, they, they rescued only the the um, hostages, about 100 Israelis yeah. and Jews, and they killed all the people it was necessary. Maybe that was an easier, but the same mentality, the same um, operation style has to still apply. And I actually think that you'd be far more efficient if you did something along the judiciary. Because you know these people are long gone. They're not in the tunnels. Some of them, lower order are in the tunnels maybe. Uh, most of them are long gone. Most of them have bank accounts everywhere. I'm sure of that. Yeah. Um, and they'll reconstitute. So to pretend that this uh, mm. operation in Gaza, in my mind, is in any way efficient is ridiculous. I think going the way of the judiciary would, even as useless as the International um, Criminal Court is, um, I think it would it would be even it would be more useful than this useless operation. This useful, useless, and and evil because. If you're going to go after Hamas, why are you starving the people? Why are you throttling Gaza so that, that there's no water, there's no subsistence for two and a half million people? What what is the raison d'etre? What's the reason for that? You know. Well, well, I mean, then how, how? So how do you fight terrorism, then, Alana? If you're not prepared to confront it head oh. on, how do you fight it? So what we're saying is Israel should not abide the laws of war and international law. It's got a right to defend itself. Yes, against the terrorists. Hamas are terrorists. But they are embedded, a few thousand of them, embedded in millions of people. Do you kill all those? Well, America is the only country to have dropped an atomic bomb on civilians. Do we want to go that low? 
So, well, well, so far. So, so, so I would far, recommend, tell me, tell me, I bet you my, my method would be the better. Go to the Israeli high court. They declare all these people um, wanted men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they involve the International Criminal Court. There was such goodwill after October 7, such outpouring from everybody, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, everybody condemned mm. the October 7. There was so much goodwill. The only yeah. time I, I, I was in Israel, I was a I was a young person in Israel and then after Entebbe, the only time there was that goodwill toward toward Israel was after Entebbe, when mm. we even had a Miss Universe in, in that year. See, see my memory. So, um, issue arrest warrants for everyone belonging to Hamas. Not only uh, those people who did that. Everyone belonging to Hamas. Issue arrest warrants. Galvanize the International Criminal Court. Every single country. No entry. Expulsion. Our friend Douglas Murray has started those kind of proceeding proceedings, Mm -hmm. demanding that the um, that your government begin mm. expelling these people from England. Oh, absolutely. And actually, Alana, there is a suggestion that the actual, the, the, the October 7th itself may well have been planned not in Gaza, not in the US, but in the UK. There's a suggestion in intelligence circles that that may be where a large element of it was. So I agree with you. I think that I mean, a lot of the Hamas leadership, they don't live in Gaza. That, that's another no, problem. No. Well, you know, what, what's funny is, you know, you, you see the, the media, the mainstream media say, yeah. uh, Jewish, uh, uh, you know, um, Americans are in Gaza. Well, they're Palestinians who have American citizenship. Everyone is American citizens. Yeah. It, uh, Americans in, in, in the, south, the south of Gaza, we need to evacuate. Those are Jews with American um, citizenship. So mm. uh, the mm. citizenships are, are, of the West are cheap. And these people all have citizenship because yeah. they give yeah. y- y- our governments give them out, not to South African whites, but to all these people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so what, yeah. what about that? So you galvanize the inter- international community. Everybody issues arrests for arrests and expulsion of these people. You bring them to book. As well as Israel, Israel had an open border with the, with, well, not open border, but these people, we need, they need, a, they need the labor. Nobody works any longer, so you bring cheap yeah. labor in, right? Yeah, that's uh, right. We did that in South Africa. So close the border, seal the border. Egypt has a sealed border. Jordan has a sealed border. They won't let in one Palestinian. We discussed this. Yeah. Um, again, when I when I was growing up in Israel, King Hussein um, Abu Talil, uh, the current uh, Hussein's father, killed. I actually looked it up. I said hundreds in our last podcast. He killed thousands of Palestinians yeah. because they fomented a coup against the king uh, of, of Jordan. Jordan won't allow them in. Israel needs to shut the border. No more workers. And how about now? Here's a radical thought: bringing. I don't know how many three hundred thousand soldiers of the of the Eustace IDF putting them on there, so that at least they can start yeah. practicing getting to the Moshavim and the Kibbutzim in less than nine hours. How about that? I think those are good. I think those are all great ideas. By the way, it takes about fifteen minutes to get from the border of Gaza to all those people who were the Kibbutzim and the Yushavim, but they took nine hours from wherever they were. Yeah, so no, those, I, that will be very very effective. If, well, if and and also train the precision pack men, train the Sayeret and the the yeah. um, um, you know the, the special operations that they have. They have you know tra- up, if they're not up to up to up to training standards, I think America can help. Um, have them do precision, um, you know, operations into Gaza. But that uh-huh. would be as much as that sounds mild and maybe it sound it sounds lefty. That would be more effective than what they're doing now, don't you think? Yeah, Alana. As often as is always the case, I find you very persuasive, right? <laughs> and, 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 and I actually don't differ. I don't you take issue. my husband. I don't take issue with any of those things that you said. And the one thing that's pretty obvious is that what the, the ground war 
which again, which began today, the tanks went in. That's going to be a PR disaster on a cosmic scale because, and we've already seen it. And 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 you know, um, none of that's going to help Israel. And is it going to be effective in removing? I mean, look, look, look at the, the 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 sympathy. We forget we have short memories. Look at the sympathy mm. that was experienced across the board. And my husband was saying to me. Oh, this is not good for Israel. I said, but look at it. It's it's been second to none. There was a Rubicon had been crossed with mm. the murder of fourteen hundred, mm. most of uh, whom were civilians. The entire world was on board with Israel and and uh, extremely supportive. Yep. And look at it now. Look at it now. It's the, yeah, they, it's, uh, as yeah. I say, Bibi has obliterated the memory of the October seven martyrs. He's created. New martyrs in Gaza and the scenes coming out of Gaza. I mean, if they if if the oh, death toll via Hamas is off by a thousand, it's still terrible. Yeah, oh no, no, and and that death toll is going to get worse. So it's it's going to get worse. That is for definite. And what we've also seen then the contrast between the immediate aftermath of October seventh and now is that. Uh, because of then the response from Israel, the military response, it's energized vast numbers of uh, pro-Palestinians in pretty much the West, Alana. I mean, here in the UK, in every major city, we had we had three or four hundred thousand in London traipsing through the streets. Um, and it, it, it's also shone a, a spotlight into how come they're all in the how come they're things, in the things you and I have been have been warning about and speaking yeah. about for decades, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, maybe the Jewish community is going to wake up because now um, you know, because it, it might just be that all these um pressure tactics that, that uh, the Jewish communities bring to bear on universities might redound to the white community. You know, because there's a great, there's quite a lot of conflation between yeah. Uh, yeah. Jewish, inter Jewish interests um, to be crime-free. You know, maybe yeah. Jews will begin to see that they need to be more pro-white. Well, I mean, I, I, I've, spoke, I've spoken to some Jewish friends in London, and uh, they have been saying to me, you know, this last several weekends with these vast pro-Palestinian parades, I mean, they feel very, very uncomfortable and very, very... Well, it's scary to be a Jew. Scary. Right? Scary I, said to, Jew. I said to my husband, wake up, you know, you don't open the door to anybody. No, but but as you said, this is where there is a conflation because at some point it's going to be scary to be white as well. Do you know it's... Uh, well, it it's is already scary. scary. There's some sort of inter intersection between, um, you know, the anti-Semites. Anti I mean, it's quite something. It's, you oh, know, it they have... You know, they have, have uh, I think what Bibi Netanyahu is showing is impotence. When you're mm. impotent and useless and flaccid, you lash out. The same thing with these uh, anti-Semites. They're personally, uh, intellectually and morally absolutely uh, flaccid, you know, they're impotent. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. flop around the internet lash, lashing out. And, and what's quite yeah. interesting, you and I were discussing this before we came on the show, is... is uh, Hamas executes a mission of murder against a poor community, you know, and the anti-Semites must know that these people are often lefties doing charity, um, very poor. You yeah. saw their, their homes are yeah. poor, um, bereft of any protection from the state. And you have the, the anti-Semites soft flesh rise uh, with love hot for Hamas, you know, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. These, these awful lower order life forms are just making them really. They they're posting all kinds of uh, pictures of this. What's his name? Um, oh, Yaya or something. You know. Even I've seen oh Yaya Sinwar posting pictures of him and his youth because obviously, as is the case with Dorian Gray, you know the the picture of yeah, Dorian yeah, yeah, Gray yeah. When, when you're so evil, eventually you become ugly. Um, yeah. They're posting. Pictures of this uh, Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar in his youth and going on about how there's even some anti-Semitic literature. Right, and I quote: uh, "Muhammad would be a greater inspiration than Jesus Christ for white people." That's how sick these people are. So, 
I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, the, the anti-Semitism that, that just exploded, Alana, it's exploded. I, I've had it thrown. I mean, I've been accused of all kinds of things from, from you know, you know, you're you're on the payroll of the Israeli government, all this stuff. And and essentially the line I've taken, I don't know how rich you are. <laughs> if only <laughs> but the thing is, like you know, it, it has expanded. So I would say Jewish people all around the world are are, are probably uh, under a bit of pressure. But but here's one for you. I wanted to ask you because how do you feel about the fact that um, we've seen Hillary? Clinton, I want to talk about America for a second because mm -hmm. I think America, and we touched on this the last time, is a very baleful, negative influence. Here, I, I I don't understand why they've sent all this uh, fifth fleet or whatever off the, into the Eastern Mediterranean. Hillary Clinton saying, "Oh no, no, we mustn't have a ceasefire. No, we got to keep the killing going." And and a lot of the people that I absolutely have contempt for are people who are saying, "Yeah, we've absolutely got to keep the war going." You know. So what what what's your take on what you're saying coming out of yeah. DC? Well, I mean, Hillary shouldn't surprise us. I mean, she's she orchestrated the Libya. Yeah. Uh, you know, she and, and, and three of her, I called it the war of the womb because it was three of the top, uh, Obama's top lieutenants uh, yeah. ladies who, who d decided to obliterate Libya. And she's always, she yeah. voted for Iraq, for going to war, invading Iraq. So she's been consistent, Hillary. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a little surprised. I, I wonder if Bill Clinton has any say any longer because I can't see him... Um, not intervening in the slaughter, wholesale slaughter of civilians. And again, there's no point, you know, you, you can you can't say, oh, oops, I dropped a daisy cutter and and um killed 500 people. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No. You knew when, when you know what your no, actions are going to result in, you have mens rea, you have intent, malice um to yeah. To commit that you cannot hide behind specious um, non sequiturs. How, how do you explain the fact that the US, the UK, the EU are all 100% behind the Israeli action? How, how do, how do what you, do you think? That? I mean, um, what do you think? I, it's perplexed. Well, I mean, it does jive and comport with their uh, bloodlust over the yeah. Ukraine-Russia conflict. That's oh, what I, I forget, David, don't you think it's so curious the way they're making like Russia's really a, um, a hotbed of anti-Semitism when they're showing one of the stands, you know, it's one of the Caucasus, which, which are all Muslim. Yes, they're showing yeah. the, the, yeah. the airport, um, Ali, um, you know, fracas of... Over the landing of one of an airplane from Israel, yeah. those are Muslims. They're not. Um, they're not Russian. They are Russian Muslims, but mm. You know, mm. then you see their ayatollahs um, condemning them. That's not Putin. They're making like it's Putin's Russia is anti-Semitic, which is an irony of irony. But 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 the 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 Ukraine Russia analogy is quite a good one because from from right from the get go, you and I. Uh, publicly on this platform, we we opposed that we we wanted peace. We didn't want to see war. I mean, obviously the warmongers had their way, and yeah. I think a year and a half on, we've got about four hundred thousand plus dead Ukrainians. Maybe the same Russians. I don't know. Huge amounts of death, and now all of a sudden, Alana, and this is why I'm so suspicious as well. This is a a, a complete then you know uh, switch. Forget about you. Ukraine doesn't matter anymore. We need to get on the the slaughter bus to um, Israel and, and Gaza. So it's the same monsters in Washington, in London, in Brussels, who were hot, hot for war with, 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 with Russia and all of that. They're hot for war again. Or it's the same people. Yeah, it's it's quite perplexing. I mean, you have uh, maybe maybe it is time for conspiracy. I, my mind can never go, uh, you know, you know, oh, me. I, it doesn't go there, but you, you can. You I can love it. Yeah. On it. What do you think is going on there, David? Why? Well, I often, I often think everybody wants a ceasefire. Everybody. Not, not, not. I mean, the people, the people. Oh, the people do. The people do. But we're having. Okay, here, here's one for you. Again, another question. Here in the UK, the big debate is: should we have a, should we have a pause, or should we have a ceasefire? 
And this is causing the difference is a pause would be a, a humanitarian short break between military operations, right? That's the view of the British government, the US government, and the EU. A ceasefire, well, we both know. Have they even asked the IDF um, to, to, prove, to, to, to lay out their mission and, and to prove that that mission has a chance of, no. of being accomplished? Have they even asked for any planning? I mean, this is just. No. You know, the, the, the adulation for, you know, I have a good deal of contempt from, for authority, all authority. Yes. Very think, yeah. I, you can't cure me of that. No, uh, whether it's the, <laughs> the no, no, military. Yeah, yeah but, maybe but, bad experience in childhood. I've never learned but, to trust uh, authority. No, but I, I think having a healthy contempt for authority is what keeps us very well and our, our critical thought processes intact. But one of the things that also bothers me about this one, whenever the the, the globalists uh, behind the Ukraine-Russia thing, they, they, they did their best to provoke Russia into serious military action. Putin was level-headed and didn't give them what they want. But now, this is the thing, Alana. But he did invade, and I'm sure he's, he regretted. He, he, he did, and that was probably, as we said, that wasn't really what should have happened, but he didn't probably have a choice, and that was NATO. NATO were the axis of evil. Now, here's my concern. Tell me what you think. In, in this region we're now talking, which you know obviously much better than me, you've got powers like uh, Iran, uh, we've seen Yemen declare war on Israel in the past 24 hours. We have um, Egypt being actually very sensible. Egypt are saying what you said earlier. They will. The Egyptian authorities have said they would sooner see millions die than allow one. But you see that gathering refugee, refugee cross their border. So they're saying completely sealed border. That's it. No one's coming from Gaza. You know, borders really yeah. work. Borders yeah. work. We you know, know that. Uh, yep. Defensive yep. posture, strong. You know, the West wants to to have an open border, um, invite them all in, yep. and then go to war against them when they come in and kill us. I know. Yep. You know and also, why are we paying? I'd rather have militias, do, you know, people that I can control in my neighborhood and, and, yeah, and pay a monthly, a monthly. Yeah. Uh, than have the standing army that's useless. But I think what you say about Egypt, Egypt, I mean, Bush wanted, Bush in 2006, because that's the last time I looked at an election in that area, Bush was pushing for uh, the Palestinian Authority in Gaza to have free elections. And Israel was kind of nudging, no, you know what's going to happen. You know, no, no, uh, democracy, democracy. Well, yes, that's right, yeah. Hosni Mubarak was absolutely petrified that, that the Muslim Brotherhood um, you know, Saddam yeah. would, would keep them in cages, the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, severe yeah. oppression because, uh, you know, Hosni Mubarak was petrified that the, 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 the Muslim Brotherhood would, would come into power, and he is now, and he knows that a huge contingent from Gaza would might just, just destabilize his um, precarious right. political situation because I come back to this, this same thing that I keep saying, the Arab street is more radical than the leadership. And and, and also the, there is a suggestion that part of the Israeli government plan, now this is a conspiracy, well, it's not a conspiracy theory because I've got some of the paperwork to show it off, but they, the Israeli uh, thinking is, well, why don't we maybe deport a couple of hundred thousand out of Gaza and they can go to the Mediterranean, they can go into Europe, right? As if we haven't got enough. and. That's problematical because, as you say, Alana, I mean, I, I profoundly regret we've taken any of these people in, and I've always opposed it. I believe in borders, as you say, for good reasons. But, but, but this is very worrying that as a consequence of what this regime in, you know, the, the Netanyahu regime, Europe could find itself with even more people who, who, you know, do not share our values or yeah, our interests. That's why our friends, um, the French, have begun shooting people who, who act out in the street, um, where, yeah. where, where nosebags and kafirs or whatever, and threaten them. I think they did that already. So I think yes. everybody's on edge. A, a lady went into the French underground, shouted Allahu Akbar, 
an indicated, she, and a indicated shade of bomb. They put a bullet in her, and that was the end of her, you know. But but there's also a, this is the other thing, Alana. That and and again, what do you think? There's lots of uh, the the although I don't trust our security services, but they're saying that oh, the the risk of a terrorist attack is very very high in the UK. Part of my plan, plan again, the plan we discussed to go to the judiciary to issue arrest warrants to mm. bring all that would have been good after October 7 would also be to make sure to privatize intelligence to start mm. to start um, because you cannot. I mean, oh, we're discussing a mass shooter, and that it's about the hundredth time we've discussed the failure of the FBI. Oh, he was flagged, but nothing was done. Yes, right. It's oh. just, that is that, and when you see any reaction from law enforcement, now you can rationalize it. It is always they bring in the militarized police or the military, the, the military, mm -hmm. the standing army, and they stand. Have you ever seen them give chase? Have you ever seen them defend anyone when yeah. they when someone don't call the, the at least libertarians yeah. often yeah, say yeah. don't call the police to your home because you could get shot. Yeah. Oh, well, so, yeah, I mean, have you noticed the milling about with huge armored vehicles? Uh, nobody, nobody gets chased. No work gets done. Oh, behind the scenes, they're doing a lot. No, let's privatize intelligence gathering. A lot of smart people who are out of work, mainly maybe January six types. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Listen again, we're on the same page. I, I think the intelligence agencies basically operate. I, I think they operate against us. I'm maybe even more radical than you in this one. I, I don't oh, trust yeah. anything they do. And I think, Alana, if we delved into history, uh, it becomes obvious that, uh, you know, ever since certainly Operation Mockingbird in the 1960s, but even before that, you can't trust them. And they're not. But they use Hollywood. They use TV. You know, they're always the good guys. They're always coming to save us. They no, dress they for the part. Yeah, no. Yeah, they're not coming think, to see I it. think we've moved on from standing armies. Um, they, 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 they are extensions of the state, and Israel's is the same. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's you, the you same know. in terms of their policies. They're watering down. You saw the girls, the girls being uh, taken into Gaza because because they have, you know, girls in the military. I must say the two women who were taking down intelligence and trying to get the intelligence community in Israel galvanized claimed that they were absolutely discarded because maybe they were women or looked down upon by these, you know, these, we call it schwitz in, in Hebrew, the swagger that the whole IDF has, a total, air, mm. you know, hot air, hot air. So these two women would did their little documents and said someone's pre preparing for something on the border with Gaza, but they were just you know, disregarded. Here's another point I wanted to put to you, because it's something you brought up the last time, and I, I've thought a lot about it since we spoke last, and, and I thought it was a very powerful comment you made, because it's coming from you, Alana, and you were saying, wouldn't it be maybe quite a good idea if in this region, powers like the United States, unlike like Europe, like the UK, how about if we kept our noses the hell out of it? Leave leave the region, let the, the powers in that region, such as Israel and the other powers, let them sort things themselves. And, and, and I think you're one of the few people that said that, but I yeah. thought that was pr very profound. Yeah. Well, when I go back to, to all the columns I wrote in the beginning of the 2000s, always about regionalism, let, yeah. uh, let, uh, and, and, Good friends of mine have said, you don't understand, you don't understand, uh, America has to weigh in. There's such overwhelming ever, uh, evil in the world. But, you know, I, I do strongly believe in regionalism. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, um, yeah. I think there is a strong uh, incentive for Israel, Saudi Arabia, Iran. Well, we discussed that in our last podcast, that all yeah. this was underway before this attack. And Hamas and the United States were against regionalism because they're being left out. They were they, they were right. the, they were the right. kids who were not asked to join yeah. the team. So so let me throw a conspiracy theory at you. You're dead right. 
that although all those sort of rapprochements or new arrangements were coming into play and, and it all looked pretty good. I was probably like yourself, I was pleased enough to see it all. Good, you know, all of that. This is completely knocked it out the window. Makes you wonder, Alana. Yeah, makes yeah. you wonder, yeah, doesn't it? Just the fact that Saudi Arabia and Iran were collaborating before yes. this happened. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and, so, and so we did drop the comment in our last podcast that Hamas certainly had no interest in this because they were being no, um, that's right. discarded yeah. and not not were not players in that. The PA also was not no not not a player. Um, no. No. But the United States also has no interest in in seeding the region because it could be russia is a neighbor russia is part of the of of not the immediate neighborhood but certainly um, well, in, in, in syria yeah a, and yeah. russia uh, america has the incentive not to allow russia to usurp it in the middle east yeah you see the thing is that you 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 approve of regionalism and have done and regionalism is the antidote to globalism because globalism is essentially you know one worldism driven by the likes of uh, dc washington dc and whatnot uh, and, and nato and all of these dark forces so so it, it i thought it was very interesting alana because a, a lot of people don't see it from the perspective you do um yeah. and, and i thought that you know, the regionalism, good thing, but this is completely throwing it out the window. Whose agenda does that suit? Who's yeah. helping from this? And I'm very, uh, to me... So what, to, to, what, what are you saying? I think a lot of people... Well, take well, take it to the, to the logical conclusion. Yeah. What, what do you think happened? I believe fundamentally that uh, America, UK and UK, particularly those two, they're the two worst. I believe that they would have been very happy to see Hamas do what Hamas do, did, uh, done. For the, America would have had the intelligence, Alana. You know that as well as I. They would have watched that border. They would knew what was happening. But but it still happened. So I'm afraid. I'm so cynical at this point. And like, I don't think the the Israelis would have would have. Um would have uh, of course the anti-c might say israel controls the world right you know yeah i'm jewish i was never asked to join this cabal sadly but then i've always no. been an outsider outsider in my own you'd, you'd have been kept there but yeah. but look netanyahu <laughs> is a neocon puppet as far as i'm concerned that, that's my problem i i mean i said to you before i way back I thought he might he was maybe all right, but I don't think that. I don't think that Anna, I Anna, I liked him as well, but now yeah. I, I have no issues hating him now. I despise yeah, him for, yeah. for what he's doing, especially having you know, the families are pitiful. They don't they they're not very articulate, they, they don't have the West Bank uh, suaveness of, of them. Yeah. And then I, I really wonder about the money behind the West Bank settlement, yep. and vis-a-vis -vis the, the these poor people on the south are just absolutely deserted. Uh, you know, ima ima matai magi matai. When are they coming? When are they coming, mommy, mommy? These texts that they send, don't worry, IDF's coming. They never came. They never came. They never came. How long does it take to traverse wherever there are? Israel's tiny. Oh, I know. Well, well, k's long. I don't know. Maybe no, well, it's 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 a yeah. Well, there's lots of there's other uh, rabbit holes we could go down there for. I mean, I'm I'm thinking of another occasion where it took a. a, a, a I would have thought if. Uh, yes, I do, just, I'm always interested. What what were you gonna? I was going to say, you know, as you say, it the, the it could have you. Why did it take so long to 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 get to oh, the maybe, area? Yeah, it shouldn't have. But then, by the same token, how come it took so long? For example, on 9-11 for certain aircraft, military aircraft to take off. One wonders about that as well, but I'm not getting into 9-11. But well, I'm I mean, we saying... know for a fact that that the Saudis got out well, yeah. and yeah. that the Bush yeah. families, I'm, I don't know. I, my mind doesn't go to conspiracy, but it's not conspiracy. It's factual that the Bush family had had great and, and Trump has great ties with with the Saudis. Everybody loves the Saudis. Yeah, well, what, what do you think about the fact that I see Trump's weighed in in this one, Alana? 100%. Has he? Has yeah, he? 
he's come out, you know, basically 100%. We must stand with Israel. You know, Hamas must be destroyed. I've seen Trump saying that. So I presume well, I that agree. Hamas must be destroyed, but not in the way. Not in the way. I think that, that's the, that's yeah, the yeah. point we're agreeing on. And I on. know that I present a very effect, um, you know, it, it seems stronger to have these 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 fat soldiers drop bombs from a top. It seems strong and powerful. I think it's it's cowardice. It's not manly. I think mm -hmm. a more strategic approach, um, especially reactivating a casualties accepting, not casualties averse special ops forces. You know, um, if if we need training by Americans, if the if the yeah um, yeah, yeah, but 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 the, to go the judicial to close your border to fortify your people to protect your people that's the mandate of the of of the state if if ever there is well, yeah. and and where I think it could also work is then if we have governments like that of the UK, which is pretty sympathetic towards Israel, the best way to show that sympathy would be to expel Hamas militants and others here in the UK. Who and let's give up. We always um, condemn him for being such a neocon, but uh, Douglas Murray has done that. He's, no, he's, I, 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 he's I, quite I, good, right? I did see Douglas in that, yeah, and his, yeah, I smiled because I thought of you. But uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, you know, he's a hundred percent on that. But, What's but he that, done? he's he's gone through the motions of, of of insisting that as a Briton he has a right to be living without these people in his country, and, and he he's right. Them gone because Alana, one of the concerns I have is that given these huge numbers that we see parading through many cities here in the UK, you it's know, it's not even a sleeper cell; it's a settlement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how I see it. Yeah. It's not sleeper cells because there's hundreds of thousands of them. And in some of our cities, they could be the majority. So if they become the majority, what happens to us? Going back to your argument about maybe Jewish people and white people have a lot, lot of things in common. That no, some something terrifying are. happened to me. I was out with, I, I don't even want to, you know, I don't want to even recount it. Something terrifying happened to him. To me, I was out with a friend and we were in a lovely boutique. And, you know, you asked me about Iran. Every I grew up with Iranian kids in, mm -hmm. in my, in my uh, classrooms. And I always consider them very, very civilized, very gentle. Very, they are. Yeah. You know, so we can look at Iran at some other time, you know, the people. Yep. But but um, the, the um, shop owner... My friend is American. So she knows Texan. She knows she doesn't know um, Iranian from Iraqi. I said, "Well, the ladies are Iranian, genteel, the high fashion." We were looking at this yep. Jackie, Jackie Onassis type collection that she had gathered there, and suddenly a very animated gentleman came in, and we were feeling kind of threatened. He was handing out food um, and us saying, saying, "Eat, eat, eat." He was starting a restaurant, and and. Um, Three of us ladies, me, Israeli, Jewish, but not Israeli, Jewish, American, um, my friend, Texan, and this Iranian, we, we, we all sort of shied away, was overbearing. And then he said, where are you from? Where are you from? Oh, oh my God. He said, I'm from the from um, the Levant and my new, new restaurant. We, I was, I hightailed it out of there because I was scared. Mm. I was yeah. scared because my friend, you know, it transpired yeah. that I was Jewish and I just ran. So as yeah. you say, what happens what, when exactly what happens. people suddenly are afraid in their neighbourhoods? Well, well, exactly. But Alana, we're, we're, we're approaching the end of our time, but, but we've got a little bit to go. And what I wanted to do is I want to give us both a little break for a few moments. I want to play a video, which I don't think you've seen, but it amuses me and it's, it, it, it does make a point. So if we can bring our little video up and you and I will just sit and you can watch it and then we'll chat a wee bit about what it says as well. So we can play uh, the final video, uh, not the, um, let's get the right one. The Yes, the final video, I think it's number five. Uh, we can just play that, hopefully. Um, coming up anytime now, he says. Uh, here we go. Uh, from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. Absolutely, absolutely. And which, uh, which river is that? Well, it's next to Egypt, so one of those. Okay. Um, okay. So look, here's, here's Israel. Jordan. There. Just there. 
Right. Mm, it's tiny. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so the river would be... The, this one, the Euphrates. Okay, that takes up most of Iraq and Syria. Well, it's not that then. No. Um, okay. The, oh, that's the River Jordan. Ah, the River Jordan. Yes, and the sea is the Mediterranean. Ah, yes, yes. So you want all of this area to be free. Yes. Of um, Israelis. Uh huh. Including Israeli Arabs. No, 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 no. All right. So just non-Israeli Arabs. Yeah. So Jews. Jews. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so you've got all these Jews, and what are you going to do with them? Um, good question. Um, maybe put them in America. America. Yes, of course. Land of the free. Yeah. yeah. Although, mm -hmm. I did once have a very nice time in Tel Aviv. Well, haven't we all? It was a big gay pride thing. A very handsome shag fest. So maybe uh, they can stay. Okay, so gay Jews can stay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Lesbians? Yes, stay. Bisexuals? <laughs> Day. And the trans. And the trans, yeah. of course. So, so I've got this right. Broadly speaking, you want all of this area here to be free of heterosexual Jews. <laughs> Is that for real? It, it's a, it, it's, no. it's, it's, it's a spoof. I thought, I thought you might like it a lot. Brilliant. I want more of those kind of well, so sometimes, Alana, you can make a point with humor like that, 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 you know, cuts through it all. And so many of these Western Palestinian flag wavers, you know, um, they absolutely fall into that camp. I think I think ultimately what, what, what the position that you and I have, which is, is, is you know, and certainly having had our, this, our discussion this evening, I, I, I am very aligned to your kind of thinking that uh, we do need to take out Hamas. The question is, what's the how, best way how, to how? And, 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 we, and, we, and we, as people of conscience, we can't. You're a Christian. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm a first first principles um, conservative libertarian. I, I can't uh, justify this this mayhem. I can't. No. On a funny note, David, I do. I wanted to ask you something. This 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 thing everybody's talking about it. It's you spell it a little bit like flu. But I think it's fuel, fuel. The Gaza needs fuel. You know? <laughs> What's this thing um, they're talking about? Don't they have a windmill somewhere? Fuel. What's fuel? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, fuel's important, right? Well, yeah. I mean, but but I mean, if you import that, I mean that that's causing the unstoppable global boiling that we hear about, Alana. So surely well, the kind of... We keep hearing the need for fuel, and yes, civilization fuel. runs on fuel, on glorious fuel. The Saudis the Saudis have the most magnificent, um, uh, you know, clean, clean energy. I mean, that's gas, good yeah. old gas. This thing they talk about is fuel, um, and nobody points out that, yeah, we need fuel. Do not windmills and not solar oh, no, panels. No, no, no. Those all need to be uh, essentially not. You don't. What, you don't think one windmill would do for Gaza? No. Uh, maybe half a windmill. I'm not sure. But uh, I, I, what I do think is that a consequence of this that we've seen for the last couple of weeks is global oil prices have gone up. Who does that advantage? Oh, I know the US is pretty good in that because it now gets to supply more LPG over to Europe. I mean. There's it's wheels within wheels within wheels, and I guess all we try to do here in our hard truth is 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 try to someone should unpack those barrels of fuel and show them what we need for civilization: cheap, clean fuel. And yeah. there's only yeah. one kind. Yeah, and, and 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 the more civilization we have, the better. Like you, I I, I deplore the death of, of innocence of any kind. Every human life is sacred, in my view. Um, and so what we're seeing and what we probably, Alana, by the time this goes to, out to broadcast and by another couple of weeks pass by, the only consequence of what's happening at the moment will be more death, destruction, mutilation, and nobody wants, no, no we don't want that. And and that's, and, and, and it's important that we have our, you know, that we represent our case in, in that civilized way. Listen, Alana, we've gotten to an end definitely of our allocated time, but it's always an absolute pleasure to speak with you. And, wonderful uh, seeing you, David. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great to see you again. So listen, everyone, hope you've enjoyed that. If you do, if you enjoy the chat that Alana and I have uh, and you want to support our hard truth, the best way you can do that is just hit the button and subscribe to it. 
because that is how mm -hmm. then you'll get updates when Alana and I do stuff together. Or so is it the follow on Rumble? I can, I can follow, subscribe, follow. do whatever. Yeah, because I but think our last um, um, podcast had about close on seventeen thousand, but we did. Yeah, not not uh, many subscribers. So please, guys, if no. you. Guys, gals, if you enjoy what we do, we enjoy speaking to one another. We do. We do. With the greatest we, respect to you, my friend. Thanks yes. for being you. And, and, and Alana, thank you so much as well. That's it, folks. Hard Truth will return. But from Alana and myself, that's it. Bye.